Welcome down to the bottom level of Segra Stadium. We're at the manager's headquarters. It's the uh, catch-up with the skipper, Joe Thawne. I think it's been since opening day, Joe, that we uh, got to catch up and, and talk a little Woodpeckers baseball with you. So, uh, hope morale is good. Team morale, personal personal morale. How's everybody uh, feeling a month into the season so far? It's been a while, Chad. No, it's, everything's good. The guys have been uh, grinding. They've been you know, working hard first month under the belt so they've been uh, kind of get accustomed to how it is day-to-day life and uh, minor league baseball and they're kind of adjusting very well talking about the uh, recent stretch uh, over the last back half of april early may uh, you guys go on the road to augusta split against the braves affiliate uh, after losing a cup uh, four of six to salem then it was kind of a, the series split after that you guys got a little bit of redemption against uh, canapolis after a tough opening weekend you split three with them at home, and then the uh, the Charleston series, and uh, look, the last year Charleston had the best record in, in all of minor league baseball. They won the league, and it seems like again this year they're going to be a, a tough series for anybody that matches up with them. But uh, Quincy Hamilton getting hot at the plate again. Some of the great pitching that we saw from the starters as well. It seemed like there was a lot of good takeaways still coming out of that Charleston series over the last week. Yeah, you said it best. It's a good team. They always bring out a good squad. Uh, Quincy looked very consistent throughout the whole series, and. The guys, you know, kept plugging along throughout the series. I think the box score doesn't really reflect the actual series. There's a couple, of, you know, big ugly innings, but the guys were hanging in there. It was any balls, any, uh, you know, anybody's ball game. So they 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 played well. I'm very satisfied with how they went about their things, and uh, you know, hoping to bounce back against uh, Carolina. And uh, you mentioned Quincy, uh, Joe. Obviously. You know, he had another strong series, but it seems like he's been developing all those five tools really well. We saw him make a really great throw out in right field during the series. He's made a couple of diving catches. He's got the speed. Uh, he's been able to hit for power, obviously. Is that something that you've been really, like, picking up on as the season's gone, how he's really started to fine-tune every single aspect of his game as, as we're through the first month of the season? Yeah, definitely. As soon as we got him last year, we saw all those assets come out about. Now it's just a matter of figuring out a way to pull it all together you know Quincy's a hell of a worker he you know is really attuned to his game and like in all facets like you said he you know has very valuable uh you know assets and physically mentally you know so he he's been doing really well that way it's kind of all kind of coming up together so it's very nice to see Joey Loperfito's been a uh, fun guy to watch develop too when you look at 2021 and how his pro career started and then now 2022 it's it's we're seeing that all ACC ball player that the Astros picked in the seventh round this year. I was curious as to how Joey would look this year. I listened to some offseason interviews with him talking about his time in the gym, working in the cage. He said that, you know, quite frankly, over the first 20 games of his pro career last year, he felt embarrassed because he could hardly get on base. He was down in the 160s, I think, average-wise. And this year he's a 300 hitter. So what do you credit uh, some of the turnaround to for, for Joey's uh, start to this season? Yeah, Joey's, you know, he put the work in. You know, he's, he's the epitome of a professional. He, you know, his demeanor, the way he goes about things, uh, his preparation, uh, his even keel demeanor. Like, he, it's, uh, he's a consummate uh, professional. Uh, last year, obviously, it's like his first taste of professional baseball. So it takes the time to adjust, and he's been doing really well. Like, his adjustments during the offseason, spring training, mm-hmm. and just continuing that work. It, it, you can no- notice, like, man, he can, he can make a big impact in the game how strong he is and he's been you know been very very adamant about preparing himself physically so mm-hmm. he's uh, on top of it and it's uh, like you said like we're seeing that player that we drafted yeah and and, and Lo Profito proves that you can have 
as many college at bats and playing as many big games as he did, but still kind of struggle right out of the gate to make that adjustment to pro ball. And I think as the game gets younger and younger, we're expecting 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds to instantly have success at pro ball. Uh, and for Tyler Whitaker, we have to remind ourselves, again, he's coming out of high school. There is that adjustment period to pro ball. He's facing more velocity than he probably ever did out in Las Vegas. And, and we've seen him put together competitive at-bats this year. Seems like he's a good job, does a good job of fouling off two-strike pitches. He had a little 12-game hit streak going at one point. Now with guys like Whitaker and Cerny struggling a little bit at the plate, What's your main message to them as they kind of work through slumps? Because, you know, in baseball, a hitter's slump is you feel like you're on an island just trying to get out of it. But what's been the what's been the message to those guys to try and find that swing again? For sure, yeah. We, we've all been there having those. You get up to bat and all of a sudden you're 0-2 without just blinking your eyes. Yeah. So it's one of those. It's like mentally hang in there. Um, you know, it, the, the strongest thing is your mind. Because when things are going well, it's easy to stay calm and easier to, like, stay the course. But when things are kind of having a rough patch – that's when you have to have your mind really uh, fortified. They're they're working their butt off. Uh, Whitaker is very impressive to me the way he goes about things. Mm-hmm. Like he, he he, despite being hit very hard this is the first month, he's like you can he he looks like he's th- hitting three hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the guy's the same every day, and that's kind of what you want in a young player. The more he plays, the more he'll uh, adjust. You know, it, it's a first first glimpse of pro ball for him. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that the more he goes about it, the more you kind of see it plugging along to that game. He, he's a big kid. Like, we kind of forget he's 18. And physically, he's, he's kind of imposing. He kind of sneaks in up on you. So it, it'll be nice to see how he ends up throughout the whole season just learning as a, as a professional player. Yeah, as he lets that flow grow out, too, I think I need to add a couple inches to his player bio. He's getting even taller with uh, with all the big hair. Uh, you and John have to be pretty happy with the pitching staff in the, uh, the early going. Right opening weekend, guys were still getting the feel for it out on the mound. That was kind of a cold, damp series in Kannapolis. The walks really racked up. But last couple series, I think it's fewer than five per game they're averaging right now. You've already had four pitchers promoted to High A Asheville, Jose Batances, Jaquez, and now uh, Franny Cobos and Ryan Gusto are on the move to the Taurus, and you got other guys that are starting to really find the field as well. Miley Calderon, uh, what's been your evaluation of kind of the turnaround the the pitching staff has gone through just over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, it's just like the next man up mentality. Like, it's the standard that we kind of want to implement, guys attacking the zone, uh, minimal walks as possible, and uh, these guys have really good stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's no reason to shy away. They need to attack the guys, and they've been doing a really good job that way. Uh, we hope that the more turnaround uh, for guys for promotion, the better. We want those guys to get out of here. Uh, as much as it hurts on a day-to-day basis, like we want their career to flourish and develop as a player. And we'll try to take care of the guys that come in newer and put them in the same trajectory. You know, the, the sooner they become professionals and get out of here to the higher level, the, mm-hmm. the sooner they can contribute to the big club. Yeah, and uh, another guy, you talk, we, Chap talked about the four guys that were already pushed on to, to Asheville, but Dalen Miley's guy is still here and has quickly become one of your most effective pitchers, both as a starter and a reliever. He's taken over the team, uh, team leading strikeouts. Has that, uh, has that been something that you've picked up on, the fact that he's been able to really punch out more batters and really get that strikeout pitch working? Oh, yeah, he has electric stuff, and like he's working working very hard. Uh, he's kind of a bulldog mentality. It's axe guys, and it's very nice to see. Like Even when I take him out, he's not too happy. And I, I find it refreshing because, you know, you want guys to go out there and try to stay in there and work. Uh, but he's been, you know, he's been doing a hell of a job out there. And, you know, 
if he keeps doing what he's doing, I, I hope he uh, you know goes up sooner. We're getting ready for a, a six-game series here at home against the Carolina Mudcats, and and staying on the pitching for a moment, Joe. It's uh, Alex Santos starting the the series tonight, game one against Carolina, and I think we pretty much watch Alex from last year and now this year and the outings that he's put together. The one in Augusta comes to mind where he mowed down the Green Jackets for, for four straight innings that his stuff it can play at the higher levels of the Astros system. It's just a matter of really getting him more innings. It was a tough time for him to get into pro ball during the pandemic, a shutdown season coming out of high school. So really he's starting to finally build up now at just 20 years old. But what would you say is kind of the big thing for him right now to get from low A up to high A. What are a couple of the factors that dictate when Alex Santos eventually gets to move on? Because we imagine it'll be at some point this year. For sure, yeah. And, you know, uh, his fastball is electric. He has a very special fastball. Uh, he's been working on his off-speeds, and I think that off-speed uh, will help him get to that uh, level up faster. Um, physically, you know, like any young body, trying to prepare yourself for the stresses throughout the season. Try to prepare yourself for all the uh, wear and tear that comes into it because they, they do a lot. So um, he needs to, he's doing what he's doing, he's doing real well. Uh, I think those secondary pitches, once he polishes those off a little bit more, it'll, it'll be like a quick ascension. Well, we're looking forward to watching him tonight. And uh, Joe, thanks again so much for taking the time down here uh, pregame with us. And uh, we'll, we'll try and make this a uh, little more often than once a month. We'll, we'll catch up every couple weeks and uh, touch base with the skip. But uh, we appreciate you taking the time and uh, good luck in this week's series against the Mudcats. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Anytime.